Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. Randy. So you know where my interests are, right? Everybody calls me stuff. Hemi. Oh, yeah, no, Hemi. right? No, exactly, right? I don't It's sort of you dig into your Facebook page and it's like, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we're good to go. All right, we got a little bit already. Uh, are we on? We are. All right, cool. So we get some preamble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we love preamble. <laughs> love preamble. I get a good one for tomorrow. I actually get a, a preamble day script for tomorrow's episode. So oh, good. Something and for me to. WandaVision. Yes, Wanda. And is that all you're doing tomorrow? God, I hope so, because I feel like the... So there's there's a new television series came out on uh, on the Disney Plus streaming service, which is set inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is this like big, if you're not familiar with the, the Marvel movies, it's currently the highest grossing film franchise of all time. Really? Yeah, 24 films, uh, total uh, global box office of $22.59 billion. So it's the largest film franchise in history. They've they've tried to do some television series before, first with ABC and then with Netflix. And they kind of, all their shows that they pitched said, we're going to set these inside of our, our film universe because the 24 feature films all take place in a shared space. So they were going to do the same thing with our TV properties. And then that didn't really happen. The delivery was not equal to the promise. So now they, the, the people who are directly responsible for the films just ran their first television series. It was a nine episode limited series. It ended two weeks ago. We're doing all nine episodes tomorrow. I basically have a pan, including me, I got a panel four. We've asked, you know, Hey, I want to split the load up so everybody takes two episodes, and then when it gets to the ninth episode, we'll all do a full kind of round robin. But I'm like, if we can do like 10 minutes per episode, that would be great. And then I looked at my notes this week and went, that's not happening. That's not how you there's work. There's too much. No, for yeah, sure. There's too much going on to squeeze it into 10 minutes but per yeah. episode. So yeah. But I wrote a good preamble for it. So there you go. Yeah. All right. That's you, my preamble. You starting? Hey, Scotty, it's. Uh, one more time for, uh, I guess it's time for another episode of Hanging at the Barbershop. Hey, Wes, how's it going, man? I am well. Another uh, week in, another, uh, another week at the club. Uh, I'm not throwing any better this week. I know. You look, you know what? I, I would say you were much closer on a lot of a lot of games. I'll tell you, I have a theory on that, and I mentioned it to one of the girls. There was a technical difficulty this week where our iPads that we use to score our, our games at the Axe Club were not connecting to the smart televisions, which as a player, you can kind of look and you can see how you're doing. Not being able to look at that. So no broadcast, you threw better. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I said, what week was it that I didn't look at the the, the running app or the running? Oh, where I don't you, know. I, a couple yeah, weeks ago, sure. I felt I threw, threw good that night. Yeah. But, your wife threw very well. She threw exceptionally well. She showed me her kind of her uh, her win loss yeah. to date, and she is more more in the green than she has in the red. It all comes. I tell you, so we're a couple of weeks away from playoffs, and as you had confirmed for me last night, we're what top top fourteen go to playoffs. That's correct. And I'm sitting at 
number 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As they say, right, it starts to get to be, I'm not telling you to play more competitively, but just play smart and play smarter. get the points. <laughs> get the points. If Even if I'm not playing, I'll be there. So that's not an issue. Right. So another week's gone by. Yeah. Got through the Battle of the IPAs. Super fun. I really enjoyed that one. Really happy to see the uh, response from the breweries who furnished our beverages. Super exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. Kind of to look at it and be like, there's one, there's two, there's three. So Nickelbrook. Uh, Nickelbrook, if you guys haven't uh, yeah. checked your social media. Don't be lately. shy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to change the results, but hey, we still love you. There you go. You have a cool can. <laughs> cool can. So this week, we have a guest. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So from Hemi Hockey in Lindsay, Ontario, we are joined by Randy, oh dear, Hindman. You got it. Nice. You nailed it. <laughs> and right? It's just right going to be Ran- Randy from Hemi from this day forward. I Randy, say it. welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, no worries. No worries. And uh, you've been playing the show the odd day at the, uh, at the rink when you've uh, been at the rink. So that's cool. Oh, I hope you're alone when you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was so fresh, and uh, I just latched onto it, and it's just easy listening. Oh, good, good. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. That's good to hear. Yeah, and that, and, and sort of that was the sort of thing, and um, it's always that thing when you see a couple likes and a couple comments, and I'm like, oh, I said to my wife, I said to Michelle, I said, oh, Randy uh, liked the post and is, is following and listening. And she's like, Randy? I'm like, Hemi. And she's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I have to like reach out to him because there's a guy that's been working for the public for how many years now? Uh, I've been in the rink now for about 12 years solid now. 12 years solid. And I mean, you've probably sharpened skates from Timbits hockey <laughs> right up to like junior A that's- and beyond. Yeah, I've, I've met some pretty interesting people over the years. It's been, uh, it's been a good ride. Yeah, which is super cool, right? And I assume you've got you've had families where you've done all the siblings and the parents and this and that. How do how do you find that? Do you find? Um, well, I mean, you've sharpened skates for all my kids. Have you have you found that when you kind of watch generationally, um, you see in big differences in what kids are wearing and how they're having their skates sharpened? Well, it's it's been pretty crazy. Like Saturday morning start and. Uh... That's when the gladiators come in, and like you see the nine-year-olds come rocking in the rink, eh? And you know those guys have been up since like four o'clock in the morning because it's hockey morning, pulling Good dad Lord. out of bed, <laughs> right? And they come, you know, they'll come in the shop, and uh, you know you'll see dad reach into the hockey bag. He may not even know the first thing about skates, and he'll hand them to me, and I'll see the gladiator looking at me, the nine-year-old, right? Like, you know, he's <laughs> he, he'd be complete. He doesn't even be dressed yet. He might be in his Batman uh, his PJ, <laughs> his PJ, PJ still yeah. right? hair sticking up like, hey. That's a you? kid after my own heart. <laughs> I tell you, there's still some grown men that are wearing PJs under their. <laughs> yeah. Well, those guys are more braver than we are. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so, you you know, you'll stare down on them. Hey, would you comb your hair this morning? <laughs> you know, yeah. you get them going. But, uh, you know, dad will hand you your skates and uh, and. You know, it, you build relationships. It starts with those nine-year-olds, right? Well, right. I mean, how many pairs of skates is a nine-year-old going to go through his hockey career, right? On average, what are we talking about? At nine, you're in Adam? Yep. Yep. Novice, Adam. Yep. So, I mean, that kid's going to skate for 12 years? Anyways. At least. But where it starts with me is is you treat that nine-year-old like he's he's an NHL Wayne Gretzky coming in the door. Like you give him royal treatment, 
you make eye contact with them and you crack jokes and you guys build a relationship. That's just paying for the sharpening. He's your customer. And yeah, you know, you give him the best job that you could possibly give and, uh, hand your skates back to him and, you know, give him that little wink. You're going, well, what, what are we doing today? Are we uh, scoring goals? Are we going fast? What do you want me to do with these skates? You know, you, you know, tell me what you want me to do. So, uh, you know, you, all right, you want goals today? Okay. We'll put some goals in this sharp. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, he'll go down to the dressing room and, uh, Maybe dad might come running back and say, hey, do you think you could uh, show me how to tape this stick? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, that's, I would tell you, I was not a hockey guy growing up. And um, I probably really honed my skating skills when the boys started in might and uh, tight, right? And that'd probably been the first time in, since I was 13 or 14 that I'd been back on skates. So, I mean, learned a lot my, <laughs> myself, and right? And... uh yeah, it's as I say, I, I'd be right there not knowing uh, <laughs> taping and skating and what to give the kids. So, I mean, I think I'm sure I've asked <laughs> for some advice as well over the years. So, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's great. You know, you'll, you'll help the dad out and he'll take that stick down to the dressing room and all of a sudden he's the coolest dad in the dressing room. You know what I mean? And, you know, like the kids just. Line up for a tape job. <laughs> you know, but, oh. My my very first experience on ice skates were a rental pair at an outdoor rink in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> and I was terrified. I was that kid who, you know, the kid where you're like, oh, you can't skate. We'll give him a chair to push. <laughs> I was the kid that didn't push the chair. I sat in the chair with my feet on the ice like, oh, look, I'm I'm gliding now. Nice. Somebody push me around. Yeah, that was my introduction to ice skating. <laughs> you know what? And as I say, there's in the years that I've been there and, and watching kids skates, there's there's still kids. I mean, right. That know how to play hockey, know how to skate. But there's kids that are just beautiful skaters. Right. You could just watch them all day and the way they move and the way yeah. they can see the ice. I'm uh, yeah, I'm not that guy. And that's why I play goal now. <laughs> I uh, quickly learned as an adult trying to learn how to play hockey that uh, I knew where I wanted to be and I was about a stride and a half behind right. the play at all times. And then, uh, thank God, my friends allowed me to spend thousands of dollars on goalie equipment and play goal. Only, yeah, to stand in one place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's been very productive for me. For uh, I think I was, gosh, I bet I was 35 when I started. I've only been in goal 10 years. Only. Seemed, yeah. Seem I remember do... those old Bowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have to clean the rust off. Oh, my here. gosh. I'm not a... Uh... <sighs> I was going to say, not... the first first pair of skates that I owned, they would have been... Uh, well, they would have been leather, full leather upper and, I don't know, plastic toe, yep. but, uh, like, steel bottom and, like, exposed, like, blade. Like... Yep. So yep. You mean, like, the tube blades? Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly, man, yeah. Man. It's the first pair of skates I ever owned. And I mean, I probably stayed on a, on those probably until I got my first hand-me-downs from a buddy's dad, who was like, "No, man, you need to like upgrade here. Here's some hand-me-downs." And well, this, I mean, and you think like technology, like your your cell phone and your computers upgraded. Yep. I mean, how much have skates upgraded over the years? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, to buy a good pair of skates, more they're now they're more than mom's fridge in the kitchen. You know, like what? <laughs> like yeah. over a thousand bucks, <sighs> right? <laughs> pair of skates, like it's uh, it's just crazy now. I are they better? 
well, the technology has gone into them, but uh, I, I don't think that makes the skater. No, no right? At the know. end of the day, right? But, you know, they're bakeable. Yeah. So I oh, think so you can get a better fit. A better fit. Yeah. Your higher quality steel, right? Mm, in some cases. It's, on uh, some, some not. Like some of the some of the skates we have now that uh, you're looking at the steel on them, it's recycled hubcaps we're getting. You know? Oh, is that right? And that's become like an aftermarket part for skates now is to come into the shop and buy uh, good stainless steel blades. Right. I think that's where my problem is, is I don't have stainless steel blades. And then I just put my, I wipe them twice, put them in my bag with my damp, sweaty gear. Yeah. And then it sits in the garage until I need it next week. The next week. And then they, and I mean, right, Randy's, you know, tried the soaker skate guards that they're supposed to soak the water yeah. and i mean right i am that guy i get out there you pull and them I'm out like, and you go what the hell happened what's, to these? what's on the ice there and i'll be like oh that's rust <laughs> that's, that's i'm just getting it off my skates and onto the ice that's how i like to play i'll shave that off here in a minute when <laughs> oh. i slide back and forth <laughs> but uh yeah i i mean that's i think that's always it and it's a community i mean i've really enjoyed most of the guys i've played with over the years and uh, here's a question you still playing? I haven't skated in a while now with uh, everything that's going on, but yep. normally we have a bunch of uh, guys that we skate all summer long and just, just a bunch of meatheads. We get together and, uh, you know, we go out there, but we have a good fast game up and down, up and down and right. off. Yeah. And uh, we go at it. And then after that, it's uh, beer and pizza. Right. So, right, right. You skated so you could have the pizza. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think, always the uh, the give and take, right? Is if, if you skate real hard, <laughs> that you could maybe. I always, it's I've earned this, damn it. Yeah. I, I'm all for the snacks, but I it's funny. Um, and the, the change in the dressing room, for sure, and playing with younger guys, um, a lot less beer out of the bags. Than, and then, you know. You start playing with a few guys more your age, and there's definitely still a cooler coming in, and there's a change bucket in the bucket, and you throw your toonie in, you grab your your Coors Light or whatever they've got in the beer bag for the day. But yeah, I've really noticed as a as a playing with younger guys that there's a lot less, or they've got more important things to go chase. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Yeah. I can still make it to the junction on a su- Sunday night if I had the nine o'clock game, right? <laughs> sure. I think that's what the, yeah. But the funny thing is, with some of the old guys we skate with, like, uh, if once in a while we'll get a young guy out there, but we're mostly committed to old farts. Right. But uh, if we get a young guy out there, it's amazing the, the stealth and the quickness of some of the guys can slow them down in a hurry. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, I feel like, right, too, depending on your age, right? You know, maybe your stamina's not there, but, man, I, I've watched, you know, old-timers, right, before I was an old-timer, and the hands... Like the passes are on point, you know, it, it doesn't matter, right? They always, I think they teach you that right away. You can pass the puck faster than you can skate with it. So Absolutely. it doesn't matter how good you are if you're chasing the puck. <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy that once I, you know, self-taught right on the, uh, on the ice, which means, you know, all the other weird things about me. Left-handed kid meant I could cross over left. Right. You know how long it took me to cross over right? I still can't do it. No. Right. Yeah. It I mean, I can, matter. but it looks weird, right? So, and it feels weird. So, but if I'm going and all those years of public skating, because you only went in one direction, I can cross over left like a, like nobody's business. Right. As soon as you put a stick in my hand, blah, what? <laughs> I concur. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's no. just, it's it's. But that's why these kids are good because some of these kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
were skating and put a stick in their hand before they were diaper, right? If, if I had an ounce of the talent that some of these kids had, I yeah. might have made something. <laughs> and, and two, our, our theory was always have the kids play until, you know, they were, you know, 12 or 13. Like, sure. That they could, even if they wanted to get out of it, if they ever had the invite to go back to play hockey yep. as an adult, that they could pick it up again. And oh, that's fair. It wouldn't be lost on them. That is the biggest point. Is that's that fair, yeah. Later down the road that these guys, you know, that they can get together and go to the rink and have a good time. and Yeah, and I wasn't, as I say, I wasn't a sports kid growing up. And that's, I think, too, some of that camaraderie is, is and you and I, Wes, have talked about it, right? We've gotten it elsewhere, right? That's Whether right, it's yeah. Through, gaming or you know this or a shared interest in yeah. something that's not, something else i mean that's why i was so excited about axe throwing yeah that's yeah the yeah. first cool thing i've done with my <laughs> wife and there's a knack to that let me tell you uh we've i've enjoyed it thoroughly somebody asked me to uh, this last week how long i've been playing i couldn't quite tell them and then i looked at the app and it was like um i think spring of uh 2019 yeah, and then take take a bunch of time off for yeah. for the virus. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, but really, I haven't been playing that long, and I think I'm okay. <laughs> you, you want to talk about something that's accessible? And you and I have talked about this yep. before, but um, f- for Randy's benefit and for anybody else who's never heard us talk about it before, you want to talk about something that's accessible when you walk in, and the club will will give you an axe to play with, and they'll give you a coach. And I'm telling you, within an, within a half an hour or so, you're sticking them. I mean, it, it's Yes, there's a knack to it, but like the barrier to entry is so low, and the actual skill to make the axe stick to the wood is really low. I mean, it's it's super accessible, and we have players. Would you say our youngest player is a league player? This time around, eighteen. I don't think we have nineteen. Probably twenties. I would think this time around. Yeah, and our oldest league oh, no, player. I'm wrong. Definitely eighteen. Eighteen. 19. That's what I thought. Yeah, and our oldest would be sixty. Sixty. Plus. Yeah, sixty plus. Yeah, so, you've yeah. been down, have you? I've done it once, and I just had an absolute hoot. It, and, right, you go with the right group of people too. It's entertaining, and uh, <laughs> thank God they uh, cap it at three beers. I like it enough that I bought my own axe. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we've enjoyed it tremendously, and um, we've met some cool people there, and we managed yeah. to uh, drag Wes and uh, his wife Kim down with us. So. It gives you somebody to hang out with, and it's a it's a social night, right? As they say, too, as soon as you join league versus you know just popping in, it just, it changes the whole aspect of because I think we'd gone several times. We've done three or four, I think, and, as a as a group of just let's yeah. go let's go drink some beers and, and pitch some axes. And Wes was always sort of our evening champion. <laughs> I don't know how that happened because it certainly is not reflected in the and, league. And it's like all of a sudden he's like, when did you get better than me? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm throwing a thousand more axes than you now, right? Yeah, it's just exactly. that it's like anything, right? As you, you do it more and more and you, you grow up with it and it becomes second nature, right? And that's, um, but yeah, I, I, it's always, I always say I don't begrudge my parents. I think they were just obviously too busy to ever want to cart me around Victoria County <laughs> for play, activities to, to play hockey. Oh, there you go. So I got all my sports through high school, which is fine. But I mean, I laugh too, because right, shit, we owned a hardware store. We could have got that shit for cost. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And never, ever, you know, right. And waited until I was 30 to be like, I think I want to play hockey. I want to take up hockey at 30. Yeah. 
Good for you, though. Puffing and puffing. And, Good for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's been entertaining and it's been fun. I've met some cool people, which like, right, that's there's people there I would never have met. I think about, you know, when I and I don't want to call them rink rats, but when I think about like our growing up, uh, our age group, Scott, the old arena in Fenland. Right. God rest and his you, soul. you cannot you cannot speak the words Fenland Falls Arena without the name Roy Weatherby. Right. Like and Roy nice enough guy but he never he never came across that way he always came across as this i don't know if gruff is the right word but uh gruff, cross stand, yeah, yeah standoffish maybe but i mean he had a job to do you damn care. Yeah, well this is it right i mean and i don't think that's ever ever changed because i mean no i think every kid's slapping his ball into that sign that says don't shoot pucks or balls in this area oh yeah that's a prerequisite to any arena uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. i mean a few <laughs> the mini sticks are there yeah and i mean there's a few arenas that have kind of thought they've they've set aside space, space like, right i think that. port yeah. perry might have like a little mini sticks area upstairs along their mezzanine right eh? But yeah, it's always that, right? And uh, we've talked about this too. I mean, right? Free beer, free and cold beer is fantastic. And I've had some of the freest, sure. coldest beer. In the arenas. In the arenas or at yeah. a hotel room. <laughs> Coming and, out of somebody's bag. Yeah, somebody else <laughs> nice. bought it, right? And it's like, oh, you want a beer? And I'm like, sure. Cold I, and free. I always thought it was, I for me, the hockey is the activity. Yeah. That's maybe the most activity I've had all week. So drinking too many beers has a negative impact it might yeah <laughs> so it's like oh no i'm out here to yeah. to sweat and and maybe lose a pound here tonight. right right and, right, right. Uh, yeah but yeah as i say if it's free and cold can we call it carb loading is that yeah, what exactly that? yeah so you got a favorite uh arena in the area well i i like the arena that i that i've been in so long it's right. kind of i've become a part of it and it's become a part of me and you know like i i live there most of the time <laughs> it's uh very much so you know it's uh it's just like it's a home for me now so anyone that's not familiar with the uh Lindsay rec center you come in the main entrance you come in the main entrance and there's a lobby there it's it it's been renovated uh, in the last uh what five years ago they renovated it and now there's a there's a pad on the left side and a pad on the right side and there's uh, the little hemi shop right in the middle of it all sure and uh, kind of right after the snack bar yeah yeah nice right there. yeah and uh so it's you know it's where I'm comfortable and I don't think I'd want to be anywhere else. It's well, it's funny too, right? Because uh, I remember having this conversation um, <laughs> with Michelle. We were very worried for you, Randy, that uh, <laughs> you had a little stint at Canadian Tire. Well, yeah, um... and we were like, oh no, <laughs> and it's like right as, as as growing up in the area and as a kid of a small business owner, I was like, we always like right we. Not that we nearly get to Lindsay enough. I think that's our our dilemma is, you know, if you're in Lindsay and you can get there while you're there, we were great. Or if we had a skate there, it was great. But then it's those days where you have a little bit of a spacer and you're like, man, I haven't been to Lindsay in weeks. I mean, <laughs> I need to get sharp. But yeah, and, and we were, we you know, as, as everything goes and like you walk into Canadian Tire and there's Randy sitting behind the thing, and I'm like, "Oh, what's going on?" It was a it was a learning experience for me. It was uh, it was something for me to grow as a person to see some of the retail aspect of it, and uh, I learned a lot. It was a good experience. It was to fill my days, um, but I quickly learned that it's much better to work for yourself, and uh, 
please your own customers. Yeah. And uh, it's it's retail's a tough is a tough go. It's a tough go. I can appreciate that. Oh, yeah. mud. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like I used to have a red shirt on. It was like I had a big target on. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because as much as that's uh, sometimes you feel like it draws them in. <laughs> I mean, we we sometimes wear very specific shirts at Mark's and people will be like, do you work here? Oh, man. I'm like, no, nah, man. I just found the shirt. And- so in a, Scott, as Scott knows, uh, in a previous life, Randy, I, I wore uh, I wore the uniform of our country. And so after I retired from that life, I was very much pro, you know, pro-military, pro-veteran. I still am, but, you know, Red Fridays was a big deal for me at one time. And I can, <laughs> I have a uh, embossed support the troops where the logo is, it's not ironed on. It's actually, you know, how they kind of melt it into the, yep. so I have this red polo support the troops shirt. My wife and I are in Canadian Tire. Oh no, you're on a target a, on a Friday. <laughs> on a Friday, and believe it or not, we're looking at we're looking at toolboxes, Scott, because I needed more toolboxes to right. hold all the miniature games. Yes, <laughs> and I get this like, "Can you help me?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> and then uh, I, I helped the lady, and she was quite happy. And then after our conversation was over, I'm like, "I don't actually work here, but uh, happy to help you out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have this toolbox at home, and I really like it. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> no, of funny. for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's I think everywhere. If you got the right color shirt, and um, I've if you've you, got the look, yeah, people will approach you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you can sell it, if yeah, you sound confident. Oh yeah. As I tell people, like you might not know anything, but if you sound more confident than they do, they'll believe you. So let, I want to go back to the skate sharpening thing for a minute because that I find this to be kind of fascinating because to my way of thinking as someone who's never played hockey, you know, my my skate sharpening consisted of walking into the arena on Saturday night, plunking my 350 in the in the white box oh, and watching it go bzz, bzz not a couple in the of times. boat anchor. Yeah, watching <laughs> it go back and forth a couple of times, right? And so I'm thinking like is that still a thing? Are those boxes, those machines, are they still a thing? Well, they're trying with some of them. I call them photocopiers. You basically, you okay. strap the skate in a photocopier and it yeah. drags it back and forth. But Creates the same profile every time. Let me tell you something. You, you, <laughs> Please do. The machine doesn't have a brain. You got to no. have a brain. Um, like we, we, we spoke about metal, and there's different metals out there. There's got to be a dozen different type of metal types, um, you, you know, right from stainless right through your, to your um, carbon steels. And you, they all heat up at different cycles, and uh, then they turn into basically molten lava right. on the on the wheel if you're not careful, right? And a machine's not gonna be able to be able to feel that as you feed the. No, it wouldn't. Would it? You know, you're right? Like skate sharpening, believe it or not, there is some science to it, and there's quite a bit. And um, and something that I've studied with, uh, they used to call it the pro the the, the rocker. Yeah. Now we've we've come forward. We call it a profile, and uh, it's something that uh, I've I've sat many many nights and and worked and kind of developed my own da vinci code on making profiles for right. skates for exactly. sure for okay. sure so there is secret pla- there, secret sauce right well, exactly absolutely. yeah, yeah. there is places that you know you hear them advertising and they'd be like oh you can get and um all of a sudden some profile gets super popular like the j profile or i can't even remember what the last popular one was but there'll be certain people that that know it, right. and it's it's a it's a like a guarded secret, is it not? 
Yes. And it's something where I've years ago, I've, I do these combination profiles and I've kind of yeah. got my own little templates and I do my, depending on the level of skater and what they're looking for. And, and these, some of the box stores and, and I'm not saying bad, but some of them have, they've, they've coined these phrases yeah. on these different profiles and that, but the key ingredient to it is having somebody consistently who knows how to do it. Right. You can call it a quad profile and, okay. and stuff, but it basically, you need the person who is absolutely doing the profile yeah, yeah. and being able to consistently do it and do it properly. I, I want to say the last time I used one, I was probably, uh, you know, a young teenager and I don't think that there were, I don't think there was a profile. I think there was start. <laughs> like literally put the thing in and start you got the app and it whatever just, it was set at whatever it did it did and when it came out now mind you i was also the kid i sharpened the skates maybe twice in the season <laughs> right like i just skate until i fell down right and but i wasn't playing hockey either right it so the whole way you skate right it's you're right not right stopping on a dime you're not turning you're not you're just you're a leisure it's skater. it's interesting that you say that though because my wife works professionally as a hairstylist and so she has one gentleman who drives because I guess I guess it's a it is a dying occupation salon scissor sharpener absolutely and he makes the rounds and he has a a clientele of of salons that he goes to with his mobile tools in his van and it costs it costs her like a hundred bucks every time he shows up and it's the rate has gone up recently because of everything yeah but i mean she's cut herself more time on uh, more times on her scissors after a sharpening than i can count but again like as a profession it's so specialized it's yeah it's like when you have a person come in with these variables that they have going on with their skates right down to the fitting their feet hurt in the skates yeah um the things that the tricks in my bag to make the skate fit properly and make it comfortable if it's not comfortable you're just not going to enjoy what you're doing right so you're you know you're pretty much well you banged out my toes yeah yeah i mean right that was i when i started i right got a pair of skates didn't know what i was doing and i'm you know i'm like oh it's really rubbing right here and you managed to put it on that machine and like i mean a goalie skate's pretty rigid Right. And we still managed to bang the shit out of that. We can do anything, man. We can make we can put skates on a penguin. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've only grown your bag of tricks over the years, right? So I mean, you've brought in some newer equipment this year. Yes. So yep. you got a sewer, like you're doing more sewing. Do you still call it sewing? Um, well, it's a, yeah, basically. I, I bought a heavy stitching. duty stitching a heavy duty boot patcher like my whole my whole agenda here is I've I've tried to get into servicing. It's kind of difficult during our times right now, yep. but my whole operation is providing services that you're not going to find anywhere else. Right. Your right. destination. Exactly. Like I, you know, you can go and and buy those thousand dollar refrigerator skates, you know, from the big boys. Uh, simply, I I can't swim in that pond, you know. Right. And, and, and it doesn't make neither sense. Neither do you want to me though too. I mean, right? You can drive down the road and you can go anywhere to buy your skates, right? And you may talk to a a kid that's you know no older than your kid selling you those skates, and he's had the atypical, you know, this is the skate. Here's the features and benefits. Uh, this is what you tell the customer why they're worth you know twelve hundred bucks, and um, we'll give you five bucks for every pair you sell. Exactly. 
And, you don't and, work in sales, do you? <laughs> never, ever. Uh, but, salesman doesn't have to know anything about what they're selling. They just got to know how to sell. No, and, and it's, it's very true. And that's, as I say, and be genuine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me tell you something. Figure skating moms love them to pieces. They are the most discriminant bunch who will not let anybody touch their skates. I was in that shop maybe five years, and I never even seen a figure skate. Oh, wow. But I was ready when they came. Right. Right, right. right. So, you know, like the, the figure skating coach come running in one day and, you know, she, you know, she's a, she's kind of a, she's a little bit older lady, but she's been on skates longer than I've been alive. Right. Oh, wow. And uh, so she flipped her skates on the counter and uh, like a really prim lady, like she could have tea with a queen, you know. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. she's like, so she flips her skates on the, and she says, uh, put an edge on these. I can't get down to my sky in Toronto. Just put an edge on them. And uh, and she goes to run out, and as she's running out, she turns around, and she looked at me, and she says, "Don't fuck him." <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, I just been shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no pressure. Yeah, no yeah. pressure. No pressure. But yeah, exactly right. I mean, as you say, it's 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 where the entire no matter whether you're figure skating or whether you're playing hockey, that's where the the sport starts. It's your connection to the yeah. ice. And right. if it's and I mean I've watched and I mean Randy's watched and you see guys with a bad sharp, or they've got a nick and every time they turn left, they're like, oh man, he's on the ice again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, are you drunk? And they're like, no, I got a bad edge. I'm like, fix that shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> it doesn't right. take much, right? But so I, I, just because I'm not sure if I followed it exactly, you were trying to establish now, Randy. You work out of the complex in Lindsay. I do. You I, do. So is that is that a space that you must compete for, or is that you are so established now that it's a given that you're the guy? I could be out of there tomorrow. Like, we have contracts, right? You do, I'll, okay. I'll sign a contract for five, seven years, and then it'll renew, and then, you know, we'll bid on it. But, right. Um, you know, like, I could be... You know, I could be elsewhere. You know, it's it's. So, is this a reflection of the 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 Canadian Tire comment? There was a year maybe where you didn't. Well, it was it was a growing thing for me. I wanted to learn a little bit about learning about selling equipment. Gotcha. And, and, you gotcha. know, there was lots to learn there. You know, with about the retail aspect. Of, right uh, now that I can't think of their names, the old owners. If it's important, it'll come to you. Yep. Oh, it'll hit us in the bowl of light in the later. And <laughs> exactly. But right, they, I mean, they've been in the community forever. Forever. And, I mean, they knew sales. Because, I mean, you don't oh. you don't stay there that long and Fox. be the foxes. That's quite right. And, I mean, right, you don't have a business like that in a town like Lindsay. And, I mean, going there and, yeah, hanging out with people that are good at sales only makes you better yeah. at, Absolutely. at your job. Absolutely. So, this at this point in your life, now you've... You've been in the arena, you said 15... Well, 12 years. 12. Like, I, I, I first opened up a shop, and we first called ourselves Lindsay Blades. I, to make a long story short, I, I hooked up with a guy from Toronto, and, uh, and he, he was a guru skate sharpener in Toronto. Like He worked in a right. high-end skate store, like hardwood floors, and like the, the high-end rollers would, you know, like pro players, they didn't come to see him. And so we hooked up, and we opened up a shop in Lindsay. And uh, he wanted out of Toronto, and I wanted to maybe even prospect of doing this full time. Sure, right. sure. So we hooked up, and uh, customer by customer, we uh, we got it done. And uh, it's it's something to see two guys work together, and and it's right. something for us as as Canadians, I think we need to do is is team up and work together and get something done, help each other out, 
and then when you establish something, then we opened up another shop. Right. And he has another shop, and and uh, so we helped each other, and we built on something. And I think that says loads. Right. You know, and, and, and that's it, right? I mean, you both saw an opportunity. You both bring something to the table. Yes. And and away you go, right? And I mean, right? Everything changes and everything, but I mean, it's no so different. The, the guy that you're partnered with, he's still working and operating out of the city. Well, he's, he opened up another shop in the Oshawa area. Right? He's in Oshawa. Okay. And, um, like Mike would probably be the guy that'd never tell you how good he is. Cause he doesn't, you know, like yeah, he's, yeah. he's, you put your pride in your po- pocket and you let your skills do that. Ah, uh, yes. Quiet professionalism. You know, like he has, you know, quite the resume, but he'll never tell you that, but I will. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. You'd well, tell, that's... you'd tell his resume. Oh, huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so cause... somebody you could admire. Oh, I'm proud of him. You know, like we're, we've become brothers. Yeah. Right on. And, uh, so, you know, like, you know, without banging names around and everything, like he's had like Hall of Famers, you know, like, well, you know, I've been with him and the phone was ringing. It's a Hall of Famer. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so, you know, when are you you're going to Russia, you're going for the benefit game, well, you need some skates done up to you. Oh, you know, wow, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like he's, he's, like, you know, like, who's that? The, yeah. who's that? No, it's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> just a guy. Just a guy. Just another mean, client. Too, though, Randy, I mean, like, as they say, right, you're never to toot your own horn, but I mean, I, I've certainly seen a lot of uh, different photos of a lot of different players thanking you for a lot of years of service well, and what you've provided a lot of young men and a lot of young ladies over the years too. So as I say, and I, I do believe you've even had the Stanley cup come into your shop. Well, I just had that warm feeling up your Ooh, spine, you know, yeah. you get that warm, but you know, those nine year old gladiators, yes, yes. Yeah, you yeah. know, when they come back and they put the sh- the Stanley cup on your right. table yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly, and right? they say, thanks for helping me get there, you know, and you know, it wasn't me. It was, it was just me just being there and, you know, giving you that high five when you're nine years old and, you know, like, you know, to see the, the Team it's, Canada gold medal coming. Yeah. You know, like. It's cool stuff. stuff. Like, like That's that just, a really, really cool feeling. It's just absolutely, you know, it just blows me away. Man, up. I get shivers and I'm yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, like I still think, you know, like the Stanley Cup, like, you know, you see that young man, um, you know, Vince, you know, like he didn't have to do that, but he brought it in. And like that cup, when you think about it, you know, the hands that that cup and, has been in. The yeah. names on that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it, the legacy, the the myth of that cup. The like, debauchery that it's been used in. Oh. It was oh gosh, it's been in the bottom of the Detroit River. But it's like it was like holding on to a ghost. Yes. You know, it was like yeah. speechless. Right. So obviously you have no hopes of winning the Stanley Cup yourself. So you touched it. I touched it. That's my that was my bucket list right there. Right, right, right. <laughs> now are you are you uh would you be a firm believer for others that uh at a younger age you don't touch it? I don't know. No, know. you're not that guy. You're not going <laughs> to speculate not, on anybody. I'm not a goalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not going to speculate on anybody else's voodoo, eh? Oh, no. So there is definitely a you-touch-it crowd, and there is a crowd that is, you know, if you have an inkling that you are serious about hockey and you're ever going to play past your, you know, minor league days, that you, if you have the opportunity, you do not touch the cup. Interesting. Before you earn the cup. Really? So kind of, I, I th- kind of voodoo. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure yeah, yeah. I have heard that. So. I feel like that's right up there with game socks. <laughs> oh, dirty game socks. Put on the right one first every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear you. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, that's it, right? I mean, and you'd be a prime candidate of, right, well, I got uh, had my best game ever. And, you know, who sharpened my skates right before that <laughs> right, game? Right, right. did. 
It, be like, hey, these skates don't need sharpening. Be quiet and just sharpen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need another three goal game. Oh. But it, it, it's so much like the relationships you build. And you, you know, like I go to my shop and I look around that shop and, and you see the pictures and, and you know, you go like, man, oh man, like often I'll text these guys, like, you know, like, you know, it's not only that, you know, like, Guys come in, well, uh, they're home from college for the weekend. They need their blades tuned up because that's where they got them done all their yeah. life. Right. Well, how's school going? Well, I'm engineering. <laughs> you know, like, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm working on Bay Street right now. I'm a financial planner. You know, like it's these kids, you know, like it's amazing to watch them grow up and, you know, what they've become. Smart lads too, right? Knowing oh. that not necessarily is the game going to last forever. What they've applied the skills yeah. to their businesses. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, right? And I mean, there's, you know... Lots of them are getting great educations for playing a game that they love, right? Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. And when your show is ready, Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? not a hockey related story but i just caught a story the other day there's a there's an nfler who's working on his phd in medicine who skipped a season to come back and work as a research assistant on the coronavirus vaccine right i I mean right made sense to him yeah it was more important for him to do that than it was to play football right and he's already an established leaguer yes so but i mean a lot of them yeah right everybody's got an end game or where they're going to end up or you hope hope that most of them have a plan yeah <laughs> and uh not spending it all at the casinos and uh... well there is that too right i mean responsibility oh. and all that plans that's a great segue scott so 12 years in the shop is there a plan is there a succession plan for you do you have somebody so you've partnered with somebody so you've learned your craft over time are you passing that on to somebody else so that when you are no longer capable or wanting to i'm sure you'll want to until you can't do it anymore because that's one of those it's a passion thing but is there somebody there that's going to fill that gap or that void when the time comes? Well, I had a young lad who was with me for the longest time, and uh, he worked for me, and it, I absolutely adore this this kid. Like he was my boss at Canadian Tire. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you know he's the most unassuming young man. You know, like he's uh, he's gone like he's gone on now, and he's he's into the trades. But right. um, he is he was my protege, my apprentice for years. I still pick up the phone. Hey, buddy, do you want to come in for the shop for the weekend? Yeah, He'll yeah, come yeah. In. He'll just oh, ha- is that right? Has some of the keys, and you know it's and it's like. For the longest time, like my customers would go, "Where's Caleb?" You know, they'd walk in, they see me, "Where's Caleb?" <laughs> right. <laughs> He's that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right, and it's funny too, right? Because I mean, um, he was an unassuming young man, right? And I mean, oh. I think, right? Um, I mean, for when I started there, and I mean, right, have big, he had big gauge yeah. earrings oh, okay. for a while, yeah, yeah, right? Sure, Which sure. you'd be kind of be like, 
who's, who's you Randy take got, a second look, who's, right? Who's Randy yeah. got behind the, the machine? The sleeve tattoo. Oh, sure, sure. But he can do it. He can get away with it because he is, you know, he's good. He's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. he's just a beautiful person. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny too because right, you think now a few decades later. That's mainstream. For sure. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is now, yeah. Yeah. So he, he fits the mold perfectly. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. saying to uh, Caleb, uh, hey, I'd like to get a tattoo. Like, what's this all about, right? <laughs> you know? Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who are you using? What, yeah, what, what, exactly what, what do I start with? And you're like, oh. So I had to get out and get one. <laughs> yeah, bro. Good, good, good. Did you stay? Where'd you go? Uh, <laughs> actually, I went right on the main street. There's a, there's a lady there that just- 10th Street? Yeah. Ah, shout out to Corey. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> there you you go. should Whoa. with the size of work you've got. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. They do awesome work she's, at Kent Street excellent. Tattoo. Yes. Um. Yeah, for sure. Well, just right. And it's funny. You know what? I'll tell you a story. I, I think I've told it on air before, but I have a, um, a fairly large Facebook um, following. And I had somebody make a statement about not shopping at Mark's because it wasn't local enough for them. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, which is fine. And they went to White's. And good good for you. White's is a wonderful business. They've been in the community forever. And you know what? They support farmers tremendously. Good on you. And then I went on my little rant. And I'm like, well, not supporting the, you know, the local economy. And I'm like, well, you know what? When I bought my goalie equipment, I went to Corthus Sports. Yep. And dropped my money locally. And when I went and got my tattoo... I went to Kent Street Tattoo and spent my money locally. Yep. You know who's putting that money in my pocket? Mark's Work Warehouse. That's and right. I'm like, ugh. But that's, <laughs> I mean, people don't get it, right? They just think it's a little too big or it's, they're still supporting a ton, I think of, people, a ton oh, of families. Absolutely. Sure, sure. Yeah. And absolutely. people people forget that uh, franchisees are, you know, the same people who live in your community. Exactly. You know, it's uh, that's not always the case, but I mean, uh, by and large, they live in the place where they work. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's funny, right? Um, but yeah, that's always as I say, right? It's it's always nice to to, to hear that everybody's because everybody's always looking for somewhere to go and you know somebody to do something. And it's like, man, look in your own backyard and yep. see how you right what you can do and what you can spend, right? And yeah, because you never know who you're you're helping out, right? No, that's right. So I guess really, it was just. Going back to the whole, uh, is there someone coming up behind you? It was more from the perspective of like, really, the way that you're, the way you speak of it, it, it's like, it's an art form. And I think with a lot of art forms that, again, are so specialized, it's like, and I can appreciate this, and I don't even play hockey, but I can appreciate that when somebody of your skill is no longer doing it, that there is going to be a sense of loss there. And like, you know, you you kind of want to know, is there... Is there a plan in place? Is there somebody coming behind you? So hopefully, now what's his name again? Caleb. So Caleb, if you're if you're uh, listening to the show, <laughs> there's work to be done, young fella. <laughs> oh, he says, you know, like one day he's going to come back. I understand he's going to, you know, he's, you know, sooner or later I'll, you know, I'll find the right fit. Um, but I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. You know, no. like I'm, I love what I do. You know, like how could you, how could you enjoy? You get jumping out of your bed in the morning, knowing you know work on a Saturday and a I, Sunday, right. and love say, it. Be happy to do <laughs> it. <laughs> early morning, it's, it's, oh, early morning gladiators, oh, and then, you know, and then I get yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And then you get these, you know, as the day progresses, then you start seeing the uh, the the older kids, and you know, like 
like I said, the figure skaters, like some of those people are driving. Believe it or not, it's crazy, but they'll they'll drive an hour and a half. I just people, and you know, like they'll walk. Oh, I believe it. I mean, I'm I'm best friends with a hockey family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's almost hilarious because my shop says Hemi, and it's nothing looks like it. It's all hockey, and then you know the figure skaters will come in, and they'll at first they were they look and say, "Well, this is a hockey shop. He doesn't know nothing about figure skates." Like, you know, the mother would come in and she'd be clenching them, like, and then she gives you that, uh, that twitching eye, like, who are you? You know, what do you mean? I'm right, right. <laughs> are I'm you, the, are you, guy. are you Randy? And yeah. I said, well, it depends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's asking and, and, yeah. and what is the reason? <laughs> how many machines do you have in the shop, right? Uh, for skate sharpeners? Yeah. Well, my skate sharpener, I have one of them and it's like, uh, I don't know what, I drive a three hundred dollar car, but my skate sharpener is like, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like a, a Lincoln Continental. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So you're redressing the stone, then. So right, because like, ideally, right, player skates, goalie skates, and figure skates all are different. All different. Yeah. So every time, so if you had a few uh, player skates and then a goalie skate, you got to redress the stone. I have two different. I have two right. different heads, and then I have one in the center. So I have one centered. One head dedicated towards the figure skates. That's so right. It stays pretty legit the same, oh. and then you can just tweak it as depending yeah. on the the person and what they want. Yeah, like some of these figure skates, like these Phantom blades. Believe it or not, like the blades alone, some of them can range up to a thousand dollars. So wow, you can understand those. Mothers. That's not with a boot. That's, that's just without the boot. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> but look what they're doing with them. I, that's true. They're yeah. making more money than I will ever. <laughs> well, conceivably they are. Yeah, 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 yeah right? I it's mean, an investment. It's, yes. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that sort of that whole, like, growing up in the hardware business, right? We had a machine in the back. <laughs> One head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, and knowing enough, and I mean, right, and that was in the heyday of when Fenlon was having Falcon Fest and they were bringing a dozen teams in on a weekend and you'd be so busy because oh, you were in town. You're, you're it. And I re- I ruined skates. Or was that? <laughs> or was the uh, as Randy calls it was the boat anchor? Yeah. Oh, sure as sure as shit. <laughs> right, it's a weekend, and it's not like Roger was there, and no. <laughs> and Wayne might be on lunch, and they're like, "Well, we got a game at one. I guess it's you." And you're like, "I'll try." I guess well, we have one guy, and well, the figure skaters used. To, well, there's one guy in another community, and he draws a curtain across. Right? A so people curtain. can't watch. Do you can't watch them? Is that right? Well, that's, I mean, we, I call them the I call them like the uh, like the Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, yeah, the Phantom <laughs> of the Skate Machine. Ignore that man behind the curtain. Oh. <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Well, yeah, eventually we put the machine further back. Yeah. So right, you, you you didn't have anybody watching you, and you're like, okay. But it is, and I mean, you're you're laid bare. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the business. It's like, man, you get to watch being it. on display like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, too, there's a lot of trusting um, trusting souls because I mean, right? Some days, like how many? I mean, I've walked in there and there'd be like ten pair on the counter. You're, right? Yeah. would be like, I guess I'm uh, eleven. I'll be back in see you in a while, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right. Grocery shop and come back and hoping that <laughs> hoping that you're done so you can get back to Cajun. Well, usually the busiest day is right after Christmas when you have your Boxing Day, and then then the very next day it seems like everyone wants to go outside skating or inside. Right. You know, there's days where it's just like two and a half hour wait just for a for a skate. So, are, are you a believer in that um, arena skates shouldn't go out on the lake? 
Oh, for sure they should. Oh, that's good for business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt. You know, like in today's day and age of these skates, the, the blades pop in and out. And most of your parents, a lot of your, you know, they'll carry two and three sets of blades. Oh, my gosh. We oh, yeah. never made that investment. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just. Uh, but again, you remember, I, I guess really, I mean, Brandon stuck with it the longest. He didn't play his final year because I wouldn't pay for him to sit in the penalty box oh, and he right. opted not so to he's, pay for himself. He's hit that point in his life where he's decided it's more important to uh he was an angry player. Gotcha. But he was yeah. awesome. He absolutely touched me when and th- and this, we're going back years now, right? It, he's 22 now. All right, so we're going back, I don't know, 10 years? Sure. I, I remember this like so vividly. He came in the shop and he needed a pair of skates. So I'm fitting him up for a pair of skates. All right, so I've got I've got an assortment of skates in his size range, and you know, like I got some fairly expensive ones, and he puts one on one foot, and I had one older skate that was somewhat beat up, you know, and then I put that on the other foot because he wanted to try it to see the difference between the new right. skate and the older skate. Right. And he looked at me, he says, "I want this old skate." The old one broke this in. One, this is more comfortable. And I said, "Good for you." Good yeah. For you. you know, like yeah, yeah. yeah he uh, yeah for sure he was he was a, <laughs> a creature. He still is a creature habit. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, to him, like, right, to be comfortable. And there was, I love watching him skate. I wish he just fought less and skated more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I right, had beautiful crossover going backwards. And, you know, he had a, had a head for the game, but he just couldn't quite control his temper. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's easier. You know what? I wouldn't say I'm a whole lot different, but it's hard to throw the goalie out of the game. <laughs> now, I've come to one of your games and you were really mad. Yeah, but I didn't know you were mad until you get off the ice and told me. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, there's you, days you probably internalize a lot way more than you externalize. Maybe I feel like every year somebody gets a blocker in the chin. Oh, oh, at, at some point, right? But, and to me Oops. now, it's, <laughs> you're the Ron Hextel in yeah, here. Right? Yeah. It's it's the men's. I'll tell you a funny story. I'm playing with the ladies this year. Um, <laughs> But I mean, oh, every- just one of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you, buddy. Right? It's like it's funny. Two things that goalies are allowed to do: play with the old timers, sure, underage, right, and play with the girls, and play with the girls okay. because, right, you're not affecting their game. Oh yeah, fair enough. But anyway, back to my own. So men's league, right? And I mean, right, you play with these guys. You play thirty games, forty games, whatever you play. Yeah. And you're in a rotation, and you're playing maybe the same guys every three weeks, maybe every four weeks. Right. And it's the same guy. On a Sunday night, skating down like he's gonna win the, the winning goal oh, of the Stanley man. Cup. Yeah, yeah. And right, you fumble it or it's in front of you, and he comes in with a stick and you get it in the groin. Oh. You, right. And I mean, Ugh. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Two, no one's sponsoring my pads. Right. So no it, scouts in the stand. No, if no, you put a, no. If you, yeah. put a, if you know, you put a hole in me or you put a hole in my uh, in my gear. I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, I mean, if you come down and you do the same fucking toe drag and beat me and oh, be like, okay, hey, yeah. guess what, bud? Everybody knows you can beat me with the toe drag and top cheese left yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, Woo! <laughs> it's nothing new. Pick a new trick, I'd just right? be happy to know what you just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so you know the jankies. Yes. So, yeah. So yes. I, I had a call from uh, Mary. Their goalies blew out her knee and she's not going to come back. So she's oh. asked me to come and play with the ladies in Finland. So I've been there a few weeks, and and again, I'm just the guy filling in. You got your own changing, right? I do. I do. <laughs> All right. 
I got another funny story. Isolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this week, I got a little, you know how, you know, you swing at the puck, you miss the puck, and you get that big slap on the pads. Oh, yeah. So Susan Janky two hands me across the pads. Sweet. And I look up, and it's her, so I can give her a little pop in her shin pads. <laughs> and I look up at her, I'm like, I knew that was you. Yeah. Watch yourself. And she looks at me, and we just both start laughing. And I'm like, Susan's like 110 pounds soaking wet. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought, that's the appropriate thing to do. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, goalies are assholes. So okay. it's okay. A-S-S-H-O-L-E, everybody. So I can call. I can legitimately call you an asshole and it'd be true. Sweet. 100%. I'm saving that one. You betcha. <laughs> I played in one Knicks tournament there years back, and, uh, and it was in Oakwood. And oh, my gosh. What a hoot. Like, like guys, it was all in the same change room. Yeah, <laughs> I've done, and you know what? I've had ladies in my experience, and then and not even understanding, and be like, "Oh, we just want to be part of the team, and we don't want to go to our separate change room." And in they come, and then you're in uncomfortable, and it's like I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna let you know how I get dressed <laughs> and what I do at the end. Like, right? I'm I I switch out. I I put on compression shorts, so that means. <laughs> Right, they're coming Ooh. off. They're coming on, so I'm naked, and I shower after every game. <laughs> and you do you, and you keep your eyes wherever you want to, because I know that there's nothing to look over at this end. And right, the same thing as a goalie, I'm gonna sit in the same spot every week. Every right? time, like right, it's just my bag fits there, I fit there. It it's it's the fit, right? Nobody else yep. sits there because that's my spot. And she, yeah, traditionally sat right across. And I'm like, you poor girl. <laughs> Looking at my wrinkly old nutsack for like 30, <laughs> 30 weeks. <laughs> but, but, right, but then there's a young guy in there and he'd go to the 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 the, uh, the toilet stall and he'd get changed in there. In like, the toilet. I'm like, switch off into his long johns every week. And I'm like, man, are you, uh, yeah. I, what do I have to worry about? I'm not insecure now at my point. It's what? like, oh, God. <laughs> I see the guy yeah. bend over his hairy ass. I go, dude, yeah. <laughs> there's a woman in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, give it you know what? <laughs> As I say, too, I mean, now that I'm getting to that point with um, our our youngest is 16, right? Quite a young lady in her own. But, I mean, she's still playing mixed hockey with the boys. So And it's isolating. It's lonely. It's yeah. It's... I wish we had a, you know, the ability to put her into Lynx hockey. And but I mean, man, that that schedule is punishing. Oh, that's heavy, heavy duty. You're down, down Toronto. They're playing uh, right. And it's just we're not we're not those. I mean, as much as we put our kids into hockey and we've driven a lot of places, I couldn't imagine yep. doing women's hockey with oh. Georgia. It would just. And you know, I was ecstatic last year. She she made the high school team, so that was the first time she'd ever been in a change room with women. And she's like, "Shit, Dad, they're getting like fucking naked." <laughs> and like, well, you, you're used to your own shit, but right, all of a sudden, some other girl walks by, and you're like, "What's going on here?" And that, right, that's just not her cup of tea. No. Yeah, and it's just like, but I was, you know little disappointed that the season ended a little early and i hope they're back to normal next year so she can get her her final year in playing with women's hockey and i've been trying to get her to come out on the sunday night and she's like i don't want to play with old ladies and i'm like oh. they're, not, they're not old ladies 
They're just older than you, Georgia. Yeah, 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 exactly. I said, there's a few young ones. I said, you fit right in. And she's like, mm, I don't know. Like, I, I, I have, you know, I got guys running in, like, junior A guys will run into my shop in their gitch, right? Yeah, and oh, like, right. I'll have that figure skate mother standing there, and she'll, like, elbow them aside. I'm in line, bud. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, that, there's a woman that's probably seen more than her share of uh, jock straps, of, right? Of twigs and berries. Yeah. <laughs> my meat and two bitch, my twig and berries. Exactly, right? She's probably a seasoned pro, right? Oh. But, uh, yeah, exactly. And the stench, some of these guys. I don't think they ever wash their shirts. Only, oh, <laughs> there's definitely. And I mean, right, you get to a certain age category, and all of a sudden it changes from like. Looks like road salt. Yes. From like stinky <laughs> to like, oh. I remember, I mean, right, and coming late to the game, I remember seeing like, I swear to God, he must have had the jock since he was like a little guy, and it was yellow. Oh, oh boy. I'm like. Is that your jock? And he's like, yeah, I've had it since uh, <laughs> had it since Pee-wee. You know what the absolute worst is? When, you know, like, you bring your equipment home and you lay it on the deck outside. And yes. Out. I swear every Tomcat gets in the hockey bag and sprays. Yeah. Oh. You will not get that out of Never, ever. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We're not cat people, but, I mean, it's funny because I've done the exact same thing. <laughs> and you see the dogs walk over. I'm like, don't you piss on my pads. <laughs> and they take a sniff, and they just go the opposite way. They're, <laughs> they're too smart. Dogs are too smart. They're just like, Whoa. Yeah, your dogs that have no shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. If they're turning a nose up at it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but it's just it seems to just collect, and it's hard to get. Once it's there, Yeah, it's hard to get out. I mean, there's, I mean, there's businesses that. They're almost autoclaving it now. Yeah. Like, right? They, you put it in a steam locker and they steam high it. High pressure. Yeah. High pressure, high temperature. But It's the worst when, like, the like the pond skaters, they, they come out of the woodwork when the winter ice comes on. They'll come in the shop and flip a pair of skates on the counter, and there'll be, like, an inch of rust on them. And then, you know, you go to pick it up, and a big black old nasty spider will roll oh, out on the floor. Comes right on rolling the, out right of on it. on the fucking table. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Splat. Right. Well, that, I, mean, that's, I mean, you see everything, right? Because you see guys that treat it and, you know, the skate's wrapped. And then you see other guys that are yanking it, right? And it's like, is that burlap on that? <laughs> burlap. But, I, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, right, there's people that treat it as an investment and people that treat it like a tool. Yeah. And then there's people that just don't care. For sure. Oh, dear. They just come out of the woodshed. They just yeah. go skating once a year. <sighs> I don't even do that anymore. <laughs> well, do you own a pair of skates? No. No. Well, you got to come see me. I can't tell you the last time I owned skates, to be honest with you. I think they were, oh, they were, they were Bowers. And I want to say they had a plastic heel cup. They had an enclosed blade, but it, I don't remember them being, oh, if I paid... I don't even know if I paid $100 for them, to be honest with you. They might have been $60 skates at the time they, when I got them. Yeah. Right? Did they function? Uh, for what I wanted to do, they sure did. I mean, but the, again, I was a kid, right? So wintertime was uh, public skating uh, every Saturday night, and summertime was at the movie theater. So I, I hated my last pair. As a kid, uh, my parents bought me a cheap pair, probably on clearance at the uh, the spring market at the hardware show. Yeah, yeah. And they were blue... Uh, Blue, white, and black bowers. Oh, mine were just Sweet. like plain old and black. Like, like, like blue electric, and white. electric blue. They were the most hideous pair of skates. It couldn't have been worse than the ones. So that the, the first ones that I had, which were also bowers with the, the full leather uppers, they were bowers, but they were like brown leather. But that was a the thing then, brown and, then, and black. And that then was the, the second pair I got, which had a 
closed-end blade. They were brown, and they were ugly. They were pretty hideous, but they were a step up from what I was using. I mean, so probably every other kid had ugly brown skates. I was the yeah, only kid that had ugly blue, blue skates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, but, uh, you know, back in the day, that's, you know, you took your girlfriend, you went skating, you went, you know, in the afternoon or the evening, you went to the rink, went skating. And... Yeah. Well, it's, uh, so for me as a kid. You got your snow cone. Pre. Yeah, really. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That, yeah. Pre. Uh, so it's pre-dating for me. So, I mean, public skating was just public skating. It was go be silly with my friends and play Red Rover and all the shit that we don't be doing that. You're pissing off the family. Yeah, no right? whips. Yeah, no, no whips, whips and no, no Red Rover because you're. Going to knock somebody over. I'm like, okay. So the last time I was on skates, <laughs> I would have been 20, and they were rollerblades. And I took a pretty good tumble in the high school parking lot with the girl that I was dating at right. the time because I thought I was going to show off. Right. Not a good idea. Like no. the real old-time rollerblades? No. Roller no, these were like genuine, like inline... Okay. Yeah, proper step up. Proper yeah. rollerblades with uh with uh, the old uh, uh what do you call them the the ratcheting buckles on them, right? right. So yeah, like a ski boot. Yeah, just yeah. like that. And I thought, "Oh, these are pretty good." I got my my brother bought them and of course he was a complete write off on them. But he was a traditional four-wheel roller skater when we lived out west. And I can remember going to the roller rink and watching my brothers roller skate and i thought you know that's not for me that'll never be for me <laughs> do you remember that scott when they had that here in bob cajun like i don't know if i'm dating myself you when might, i was a kid you might you used be. to go rent them roller skating and roller skating is that right, right eh? in the rink there that would be like that was awesome is it not still i mean it's 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 obviously still a thing it is well there's roller derby there is derby now i've been to derby before and that is a hoot if yeah. you've never been to roller derby i highly recommend it i went to the uh Oh, my God. It was in Simcoe County when I lived over there. It was a good friend of mine, uh, a veteran buddy of mine, uh, Dougie, Reverend Dougie. We went out and watched some uh, some roller derby, and I can't remember the Women's name of the or team. Men's. Women's. Yeah. yeah. It's always better that way. Is there a men's roller derby? I believe there is. It has to be. Is it called men's roller derby? I always thought, I, I always associated roller derby as an exclusively a, a girl's thing, hmm. where they... If you took the theatrical element of pro wrestling. This is good old JR Jim Ross here with Jerry the King Lawler. Pro, in quotations, wrestling, sports <laughs> entertainment, right? And you you cross that over with this idea of like a of a, a light contact sport. Because everybody has a persona. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, you'd get like, you know, uh, Candy Crippler, you know? Like, <laughs> they'd all have these boom, personas. Boom, Betty. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> It was a hoot. It was an absolute hoot to Entertainment. watch. Entertainment. Right. And the more you the more you watch it and the more you understand it and you realize that the oh, there's an actual scoring. There is, a, and there is sco- and, Yes. Right. I couldn't believe and the whip, the whip is a real thing. Yeah. And like, you can get a sore ass. Oh my God. And these yeah. girls would just like they were some of the most theatrical uh That's the uh, Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, like they to to use the the wrestling term, uh, take a bump. These girls could take a bump, right? And and it was just amazing to watch. So yes, I highly recommend if you've never seen it before, do go and and uh, and see a roller derby. It's totally fun. I think uh, when things are normal, I think Peterborough has a team and they have a traveling 
They have a circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for so, sure. Yeah, it's, it's still a thing for sure, and local. Uh, local. Wait a minute. Now it's coming to Simcoe County Rebel Rollers. There you go. Yeah, Rebel Rollers. That's one of the teams we went to see. But yes, but yeah. Throwback, Randy. You totally dated yourself. I do think that you know. <laughs> now maybe it's just because of the stuff I like the 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 pop culture references, but it's to my knowledge, it's still a thing. Like for sure, it is roller I would, skating. I, I would. But, like yeah. traditional, go and get the four yeah. wheeled skates and yeah, go and do it. I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, now you are. I just saw the other day. Um, you're doing conversions. That has got huge. So you can use your same skate, huge, and convert it over to inline. They have these blades now. They're made. They're made overseas. Sorry, you mean like your ice skate? Yes. Yeah. And so you can convert it into an you inline. Can use the yes. same boot oh, wow. that you yeah, love yeah. on the ice. Yeah. And then. So for your off season, whether that's going to be your training or whether you're going to play, oh right, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Roller hockey, uh, roller league. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I had one of my only one of my NHL um, customers reached out to me this year. Well, because it's hard to train, right? With right. Going on. So I set up some roller blades for him and some Mars blades, and like he trained all summer long with that. Like keep, keeps you fresh, right? Oh, and cardio and all that stuff, and yeah. same muscles. Same for the muscle most groups. Part, right? Yeah, that that's an important thing. But uh, the kids, the kids, you know, like they need that right now, and you know, like it's been a bit of a, a bummer year, like to say the least. But oh, and, and you know, but a lot of these kids, they're gonna filter that right into putting some bl- roller blades on their skates, and you know, to keep active all summer. You know, yeah. With that aspect of of the business, do you get some crossover with the cross country skiers? No. You see the guys who have the uh, the. I guess they're road skis, like they're essentially a, little, a short oh, ski. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. But they're like, you know, a cross-country skier will use them in the in their off-season so that they can still get out there and... and that's a good idea. It's not shooshing, that's downhill. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Oh, they can still get out there and do their thing. But they look <laughs> but yes, like, they yes. essentially, they look like road skis, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You think there'd be a similar, there'd be a synergistic kind of relationship there with the whole. It's funny too, because right, you see so many of these kids, they have the ability to play all year. Yeah. And there's summer camps and there's training camps and there's, I mean, Lindsay takes their ice out maybe a one, couple weeks. One pad, one pad stays in all year. All year. And then the other, um, the other comes out. But, we were we were always firm believers that uh, summer times for yep. we're for we're Flip not flops. for we're not for skating. Yeah, and then uh, we quickly learned that none of our children were baseball players, so that was good. So then Scotty got the summers off. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I, I yeah, multi sport athletes. I mean, they say it's probably better to to do more things and spread yourself. To- oh, didn't we call? The, I had a word for those from our high school days, because you had your jocks, right? Okay. And your jock was the guy. You had the football jock, the hockey jock, the basketball jock, the volleyball jock. But if you were like the multi-sport, le- uh, uh, be, Letterman, be careful what you say, the Letterman jacket guy. You what's know what wrong? we called you. What's wrong with the Letterman jacket? Nothing. <laughs> we called you the sportos. You got what's oh, got the sportos. <laughs> sure the sportos do. who could play every sport. Well, I. Man, I didn't play every sport. <laughs> I participated. If and you then, flip through the, and we've done this several times at your house, if you pull out that stack of yearbooks and you look hard enough, you will find me in one sports-related yeah. photo because Wes was on the curling team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah I, I mean, to to me, that's where I right. That's where I got all my 
team sports. So yeah, if, if yeah, it was yeah. a team and I could miss class, sure, I was right gonna, I was going to participate. So, Anything but curling. You know what? I, I like, tried that. I like curling before I got to high school, and then I let it kind of dry up. But you know what? I would tell you, the cool kids are doing it now. George is. You're your daughter is a curler now. Yeah, she goes out Thursday nights, and uh, they it's sort of a mixed league, and she plays with a couple of her girlfriends. And I will say this: if you look at the curling now, how fit these guys are. Oh yeah. Oh, like, these they're, guys are. They're no, they're ripped. no beer drinking guys out no. there. Nobody looks like us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that used to be like the entire Fenland uh, curling rink was like right, Doctor Nixon, and like right, they're all kind of rotundous. I uh, I was introduced to curling in elementary school. I I very much latched onto it. I played all through high school. And then there was this big gap in my life where I didn't play in a men's league because, you know, to an unemployed 18 year old, the, the, whatever it is, the hundred or a couple hundred bucks for the season was a big chunk of change for me to come up with when I just didn't have it. So curling was absent from my life until, until I joined the military <laughs> and there's, there's curling. Curling was a big thing in the military for a number of years found a, a, a way to, to start curling again and went back to it in the military. But if we didn't go to a bond spiel in Greenwood, Nova Scotia, that my unit actually sponsored us to go and play in, now they wanted us to show up with five players. Do you think we could get five players? We couldn't get the four plus the spare that we needed. So between me, uh, my boss, and the civilian public health nurse that worked in our clinic, we went as a team of three, and if we didn't win the fucking B division. <laughs> and I bet people were mad. Uh, they were furious. That we we show up from Petawawa, and all, that's exactly what we were like. Hey, it's we're in Greenwood, Nova Scotia. We're here for, it was a weekend, right? But we're like, ah, we're off the chain. We're here to drink beer and have a good time. And if that's exactly what we did, and we still... With three players, half in the bag, you know, all weekend, won the B division. There we go. <laughs> Just having fun. fun. Well, as we get closer to the end time, any other uh, funny stories you got to share, Randy? Oh, goodness. Uh, I think one of the funniest landmark stories I have from the skate shop was when uh, we first opened up. And, like, we were, we called ourselves Lindsay Blades at the time, and we were out at the Quartz Lakes Cafe. It used to be, like, a little donut shop there yes. in 35. So we rented some space in there, and uh, we had a fella in with us, Sean, and, you know, he sold some apparel and stuff. So we were getting a little giddy there one afternoon, and uh, so I sent Sean out. You know, like, Mike, who I spoke about earlier, Mike was on a health kick. Like, he was drinking, like, gallons of water a day, and, you know, he was trying to drop a few pounds. So I sent uh, I can relate. Sean out. I said, Sean, just uh, you mind going getting us a pizza for Mike, <laughs> and uh, get us a uh, goldfish. Go get us the biggest song bitch, biggest eyed goldfish you can find in the pet shop. You know, he looked at me. I just do it. So uh, he goes out. He comes back. And we had a we had like a beverage or two under the counter, like we shouldn't have, but we did. And uh, different times. So, I was going to say sign of the times. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> when. Uh, Mike was turning his head. You know those big two-liter water bottles, right? Oh, yeah. I just totally see where this story is going. In goes the goldfish. <laughs> so so we were monkeying around all afternoon, and, uh, you know, like, Mike would be drinking his water, and the, the water bottle would be going down, down, down. And so every time he'd take a drink, uh, Sean and I would look at each other, and our eyes would bulge, and we'd start laughing and carrying on. And so Mike would be drinking his water, and he wouldn't know what we are laughing at. But you know when you want to be a part of it, and you yeah. want to laugh? So, yeah. so he'd be pointing at us, laughing back at us, right? 
not knowing what he's laughing at. Oh, no, yeah. not a clue. <laughs> so, you know, like customers would come in and we, you know, like, like we're still new and, you know, we'd sharpen a couple of pair of skates and we were laughing and getting all afternoon and the water would go down and down. So finally, uh, Mike had to step out to the laboratory for a moment and, you know, Sean and I would look at it. There's only about, you know, like three inches. And now we're looking at it. There's little brown strands in the water now. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? How many ounces of fish poop? <laughs> so, oh. so, so now Mike's drinking his water until finally now. Oh, he's, boy. He's down to the last little bit. And Sean and I are looking at him. And, you know, and now the tail of the goldfish is in his mouth, right? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so he, he finally put the water down. He looks at the goldfish and he goes, and I've been drinking goldfish poo all afternoon. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was... You're a good friend. Oh, yeah. Well, we're... <laughs> he, well, he got us all back, trust oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, in a little bit. You ever eat a goldfish, Wes? Uh, no, never ate a goldfish. Never, ever? No, never sir. in the army. You never did races. Oh, you had to. Uh, you know what? I so I, I mean I, I escaped a lot of the the hazing. The you know what we you that know was, that was fun. another one for the CBC boys. Ha 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 ha. That was fun. Right. I escaped a lot of that stuff. You know, I I joined as a reservist in the nineties when uh, human rights had just come in. So it was the uh, the kindler, gentler army, but. Oh. They still, and this kind of came out sort of, you know, some of the older, uh, older guys that, you know, talking to them, you know, retrospectively said, you know, we might not have been able to beat you, but you guys got it way worse mentally than, than a lot of people did in those days, at least in, in the basic training element of things. But I mean, battalion life or, or unit life and unit lines is certainly not, uh, not like the, the training establishment. So no, I. Never I avoid, yeah, yeah, I avoided a lot of stuff. But then again, I, I was a keep my head down and do, not a do as I'm told, but like perform, right? So, I mean, if there's a task to get done, I was just, okay, I'm focused on I'm what I'm doing. I'm a performer too. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I tell you, in my, I've probably eaten oh. seven in my lifetime. Seven goldfish. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. went to a stag and they were doing races. So you'd bet on the fish. Oh boy. If your fish lost. Loser eats it. You needed to pay or eat the fish. Oh so eat I'm the like, fish. I'd have borrowed the money. Eat the fish. I ate probably <laughs> a half a dozen. Really? And then I had in the same a, night. And then I had a lucky goldfish. Oh boy! He, so he won a couple races. So then I was keeping him in my glass with you my him. whiskey. You ate him. <laughs> Oops! And then he's all of a sudden his third race. He's he gone. Did, he didn't do so well. He, he did all right the first two races being yeah, in the glass in the whiskey the glass. Third, yeah, yeah. And then um, went to a Jack and Jill. You know, they'd call that animal cruelty today. I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then went to a Jack and Jill once, and you had had goldfish there, and you had to buy goldfish insurance. Oh. And I'm like, listen, if no one's buying goldfish insurance, pull my name. Yeah. And I bought goldfish insurance. I said, don't put the marker on my hand. No. And uh, I will eat the goldfish. And I guarantee you, yeah. once I do that, everybody that's there that doesn't want goldfish. Sure, sure. Because they'll know you're serious about making them eat the goldfish. Yeah. And everybody's poning up another five wow. bucks after I ate that goldfish. Yeah. I mean, I just, it, it, I escaped it for whatever reason. But yeah, I was lucky enough to not ah, have to do that sort of stuff. It's all good. As they say, too, you got to be in the right place at the right time. I guess right? so, or the wrong place at the right time. Maybe. Or however Maybe. You look at. I was at the right place one time, and, you know, there's beautiful chocolate eclairs. And uh, 
unfortunately for me, the chocolate, the eclair, the the white stuff was peeled out and it was filled full of menthol shaving cream. Oh, that, yeah. I was like in my second bite into this, woofing it down. Then I realized this was this shaving. isn't tasting right. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was an old uniform thing that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, we won't keep you here all night. Oh, that was awesome. But thank you. I was well, going to say before we get going, yeah. one of our traditions here at the show is want to make sure that we give credit where credit is due. So, Randy, if uh, people want to come and see you, they want to take advantage of your services. Where can they find you? Well, they could find me at the Lindsay Rec Complex. Um, and uh, my biggest uh, advertising right now is uh, social media. That's the Hemi Hockey Shop Lindsay uh, on Facebook. And you'll find me there. And we, uh, we'd we like to uh, reach out and thank all our customers and everything, all the support over the years. And I really, really had a good time with you guys today. That's oh, awesome. Thanks for well, thank you for it's coming nice to be on the uh, show. chit-chat, right? That was awesome. Awesome. Thanks for coming. All right. If you ever decide you want to come back, we'd be more than happy to, to have you back. Thank you, sir. Well, Scotty, time. I've uh, I got nothing else for you. All right. All yard right. work this weekend? Say again? Yard work this weekend? Oh, uh, well, it's hard to do with a two-year-old running around, it's but I'm out. sure Kim is going to want to try to pitch something. We've been talking about the fence and the shed, so it's mm. it's looming, right? All right. Well, All right. you know where I am. I do, and I know friends who uh, are way more skilled than I am, so right. uh, when the time comes, expect a phone call, and you better answer it. <laughs> For sure. All right. Talk to you next time. Until next time. All right. Bye Bye for now. Cheers. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the barbershop is a Sawcast production.